Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome into today's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you guys have found us, whether you are watching on YouTube or listening on podcasts. We are so happy that you are here. Liv and I had a blast recording today's episode. We introduced a new game and had uh, two really good conversations as well. Uh, Poddex is always a favorite for some people. I know that you guys are going to enjoy this episode. So when you do, not if... Hit that subscribe button. Wherever you're listening on podcasts, subscribing is the best thing that you can do. Uh, also on YouTube. If you're on one or the other, do us a favor. Why not go on the other one? Everybody's got a YouTube channel. Everybody listens to podcasts. Hit the subscribe button wherever you are watching or listening. Uh, that'll just help us grow. And it's free. A free way you can help us. Now, we're going to help you by trying to give you some entertainment and some faith with today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Newton-John Harrison. Olivia, how are you, my friend? I am fantastic, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. Your your large adult son sent me a, a DM on Instagram this week, and it was uh, a thing making fun of Olivia, and I loved it <laughs> so much. He knew that I would get a kick out of it just because I like calling you Olivia. That is really funny. It had, that it is had, really funny. It had nothing to do with you, but like yeah. we both knew exactly why he sent it. And it and it was wonderful. And it made you happy. It really, really did. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it right now. This is called show prep that I'm doing uh, <laughs> right right as well as we get started. It says, <laughs> "Oh, it, the quote did fit better than I remembered." Uh, it's a quote from Olivia, who is three years old. Here's the <laughs> here's the quote. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Sometimes my mouth hurts because I talk too much. <laughs> it's a real thing. Olivia, three years old, that Zach Harrison sent to me, and it made my week. It was tremendous. Maybe my mom made that meme. Maybe my mother's learned how to make memes, and that was actually from me when I was three. I doubt that. If it runs That's in your true. family, you barely know how to turn your phone on. No, so my I, parents I, I, act like I fell off of a FedEx truck. They're like, we don't understand where you came from. So, Well, well yeah, they tried to put you on the FedEx truck and you fell <laughs> off. They took us an omen that they had to keep you, I guess. <laughs> right. They're like, dang it. <laughs> yep, you're right. Those are uh, funny jokes. Getting rid of kids. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna start today's show off. Uh, I mean, we've already started. It started normally. Yeah. We're gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna pivot into something pivot? that uh, that we haven't done very often. Uh, okay. We did it once recently when when John and I started the show by sh by sharing our uh, our proposal stories. We both shared that right. on the show about a month ago. Um, I wanna I wanna try to keep a trend going because okay. there's a side of me that no one on the, the no listeners of this show know. Taylor, Taylor Schroll has a romantic side. Did you know this? Yes, I know all the sides. Well, I don't know all the sides of Taylor, but I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, I knew that. Yes. I, he's, I a, he's got a bigger heart than he leads on. Sam is a lucky gal. She knows it. <laughs> well, I, I'm the lucky one in, in this relationship. but I was trying I, to help. I am more romantic than people would think because I'm kind of like a jerk and rude and and silly on this show, which doesn't yeah. seem like it would be romantic. It, it seems like it would be like good to get a date, but not good to get a second date. You know what I mean? True. So like <laughs> <laughs> that is true. No, you're you're much more loving in real life. I tell people all the time because people are very concerned about our relationship. They're like, he's so mean to I you. Mean, and I'm like, I'm no. concerned about our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, Taylor is one of the best friends I've ever had. So oh, I talk man. you up all the time. You're a well, good guy. But you. I won't Somebody tell anybody. I won't tell anybody. You literally it, just finished you literally just finished saying that you tell people and then you're like, but I won't tell anyone. I won't. Taylor. You're like this the people that Jesus healed that he's like, hey, don't tell anybody. And you're like, I'm gonna tell everyone. <laughs> Tweet. <laughs> we know I don't have Twitter. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um so here's the here's the romantic story. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. I believe this was before, before Sam and I got engaged. I'm pretty sure it was like the the school so year. So this is before. dating Taylor. Dating Taylor. Yes. I like that. It's like that could be the name of a movie. Dating. Uh, uh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's a TV show or a short or something. Mm -hmm. um, so there's this song. Uh, okay. uh, so here's the deal. Before we get to the song, uh, Sam and I were long distance for two and a half years while we were dating. 
We started dating, and two months later, she moved to Florida. It wasn't a good omen. It wasn't looking good. <laughs> but but we lasted two and a half years of That's being impressive. long distance, over a thousand miles apart from each other, seeing each other on like breaks and Christmas break, summer break, you know, Thanksgiving every now and then, like that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, spring break. Totally. So, but I was broke and in college, so like I didn't have the money to go see her. So like really the only time I would see her was when she came home because her family flew her home for holidays or whatever. Um, But I saved up for like, you know, a year and a half, almost two years for for a plane flight. And uh, there was a date. That's so cute. So sweet. Little baby Taylor. Okay, go ahead. It's so cute. (laughs) So. Uh, there was a dance. I think what, what it's kind of like the Sadie Hawkins dance where the girls ask the guys, you know, yeah. about, is that, that's what they're called, right? Sadie Hawkins. Yeah. So it was totally. like that, but for college. So like she asked me to come and it was funny because she asked me after I'd already planned to come and see her. And I was like planning it with like her lady friends that, you know, like oh, to funny. coordinate like a surprise of me, me showing up. But I kept Cute. telling her no, like, no, I, I can't come. I'm sorry. I'm busy with school and ministry. I don't have any money, blah, blah, blah. Like lying to her because I was already gonna I was already gonna come. And the story sounds like a promising relationship starting out in lies. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you listen to our proposal story, that was all lies too, and that seemed to work out. So it's going uh, well so far. I, I was cute enough back then where I could lie and still be. It was cute and not <laughs> conniving. <laughs> um, so we planned the trip. Her friend, her friends. I keep telling her no. And she's sad and she's like, okay, fine. I'll just go with, you know, like my girlfriends or whatever, but they're all getting dates. And it was, she was getting sad. Well, then I showed up and the plan was for like her, the lady who ended up becoming her maid of honor, picked me up from the airport and drove me there. And there was this like gym that had a piano in it or like, like it was like a big room, like a performance room. Right. And it had a big piano in it. So like I, I learned how to play this song uh, by Matt Marr called uh set me as a seal have you ever heard this song? oh yes i had friends that even had it played at their wedding yes right. yes yes very romantic yeah. song very it's romantic song from the very romantic uh book of the bible song of songs and right. by romantic i mean like i mean t- getting towards erotic like it's you know listen <laughs> it's listen it's real. yeah christian gray came from somewhere that's yeah that's like <laughs> <Right>. the adult <laughs> it's like the uh, it, biblical version it was jewish gray because it was the old testament mm-hmm. <laughs> I see what you did there. It was Torah Gray. Torah Gray. Yeah, Torah like Gray. Like That's it. a good name. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, incorrect, but you know, good. But, but you know, um, you knew what I was going for. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> Which is crazy because most of your jokes I don't. Like, you're, we don't get. So yeah, we bad, don't understand. I'm not even try- sure what you're trying to do. So <laughs> he- here I am. Yeah. Uh, in this room, and the girls like lead her into the room. It's like dark, which like. Because it was either like all the lights on and it wouldn't be a surprise or like completely dark. So it was like kind of <laughs> creepy at first. And they turned the lights on and there's me playing the piano and singing, you know, set me as a seal on your heart. It's set really me as song. a seal on your soul. Strong as death is love. Is really as great. I sing it better than that. Right. And I'm just trying to get through it for time here. But I sang that to her. And just like the proposal, she broke down crying and like wouldn't talk to me for a while because that's how she reacts to anything that I do romantic. <laughs> that sounds like Sam. I think she was She's really so crying cute. because she she uh, ended up getting a secret date to the <gasps> dance and had to cancel. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, that was my whole fear this entire time that then this big, tall, like you know, Mediterranean guy that was over there studying for a semester. Like, I don't know, whatever. I but just here's had the thing, vision. Liv. Back then, okay, I was the happen. big, tall hunk. So oh, she yeah, didn't yeah, have a better it. option back then. Right. You were, uh, you were the, yeah, she had to go to plan B. Got it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I sang it to her. It's just this beautiful song. I want to look through some of the lyrics. Set me as a seal on your heart. Set me as a, st- a seal on your soul. As strong as death is love, unyielding as the grave, nothing will quench, will quench its flame. Um, kiss me my love that's unique beyond my lips you intoxicate my being with the fragrance of your presence uh, how beautiful you are my darling show me your face let me hear your voice sweet as the dew in the early morning like a lily among the thorns so like I mean it's pretty close to like he's that's pretty, pretty much just quoting yeah pretty quote, hot quoting song of songs but like making it rhyme you know like I mean, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. it's all um, I looked for you the one my heart loves I looked for you and did not find you searched through the night till I rested in your sight uh, now I will never let you go. Now, Song of Songs is 
it, it kind of it's one of those things that can have a double meaning, right? So it right. is like yeah, this like romantic kind of kind of like you know healthy erotic love between like a, a man and a, a wife, a husband and a wife, right? But it's also like an allegory for like God loving His people, like how much God loves his bride, the church, how much he loves, like at this, at this time, his people, Israel, right? Um, so uh, like, what do you, have you read Song of Psalms? Any thoughts on Song of Songs? No, yeah, absolutely. Like it's, uh, when we were picking out our wedding, you know, like what you were going to read at the wedding. I don't know, what is that called? Like the readings, hello, oh my yes, gosh, for yes. the love. What a good <laughs> I know, I was like, there's a word, but yeah, that's, that's it. So I remember kind of going through some and I kept thinking, I was 22 when we got married. I was really young. And I kept thinking, my great grandmother's going to be in the audience. She was 101. Right, <laughs> so I was yeah. like, I don't know if she knows these things. Like, <laughs> just kidding. And my grandmother, who has 10 children, she's still alive. She's 97. Yeah, and I yeah, my parents. Read, I think she read Saga Songs. Once she might have. <laughs> she might have known a couple of tips. She might have been able to add a couple of lines. I don't know. But, you know, I was like, my aunt and uncle, like, it was just, do you know what I mean? I couldn't do it, Taylor. I had read it and I was like, ah, that's just weird. But I was 22. I was annoying. Imagine how much you would have hated me then. I mean, so, you're only double that age and double annoying. Not now. even. <laughs> not even because I identify as a 25 year old inside. We're allowed to identify as things now. It's 2021. Uh, so no, it's fine. Not if you're Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I think age wise, we're allowed. I'm pretty sure they're going to add that as an amendment. Anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's some pretty, it's some pretty, it's very flowy stuff. Like it's pretty flowery. That's the word I want. Right. It's very poetic. Yeah. The, the poem is poetic. Thanks. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here all day. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm basically so, I'm Scott so, Hahn. So it's like unbelievable. I'm Tim Staples. <laughs> right. So I was thinking about this because I was reading a Bible study the other day from Rick Warren, one of, you know, one of those, one of those good Protestant pastors. Right. And it's a good one so far. Um, he was pointing out that like the actual quote, like Matt Marr changed it to like, set me as a seal on your heart, set me as a seal on your soul. But like, the quote throughout the Old Testament actually appears a couple of times is set me as a seal on your heart, which is the first one. That's correct. And set me as a seal on your arm, which like I've read yeah. and I've remembered and yeah. I've heard that. I'm like, that's not that's as interesting. Romantic. Like it's not as romantic, <laughs> but it is, it's the real thing. Right. So there yeah. has to be, there has to be something to that. Right. And like, so they, like they would essentially have God's word. Like, you know, we, we hear it all the time. It was written on their heart. But they would also have it on their arm, like they would like either physically they would put like like a words tattoo? of the scripture. No, well, like words of the scriptures, like uh, like they would like wrap it around their arm. Right? Oh, got it, um, got it, got it. Or it would be written there, or, or that that sort of thing, right? To where like it was on their heart and it was on their arm. Their arm, and it was Makes it sense. was talking about like Rick Warren was making this connection between like our spiritual life. It's like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like our the heart is our love for God. Like that's where we connect with with God. Is is His love is written on our heart. That's how we respond to Him. But the arm is is action. Like that's the mm. word of God coming outside of you and 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 being an action towards other people. And I thought that was a really cool connection. That's a very cool connection. Well, because what do we say all the time? You know, I I know you've done the same similar work that that I've done in the past, like with youth and young but adults. Better. And yep. <laughs> please. You're so cute and young. Um, anyway, but all the time you'll see these young people come in in relationships and they're so wrapped up in what people have said to them. Right. And it's like, but what are the actions? Are these people matching the actions of what they're telling you, you know? And it's really hard to differentiate in love. Like you, people say a lot of stuff, Taylor, you know, and if their actions are not backing up what they're saying, that's a problem. And so I think that that's, I mean, obviously right there, you see the Old Testament's also going, hey guys, <laughs> listen, right. you can say all the flowery words you want, <laughs> but until you tattoo it on your arm, no, but you know, it's a big deal. You're right. Like action is, is a big deal. And especially in, in marital love, it's not just what you say to each other. I'm sure, you know, you and Sam have been at this for a little while, but there's a lot of actions that come up with uh, being married. Careful, married. Careful, careful. Okay. Not, oh, for the love of everything. I'm saying life comes at you and you've got to, you know, you're in this together. Like, it's not, you're not cute kids anymore. You, you've made kids and like, you've got a mortgage and you've got, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens, in-laws and holidays. So it's not just adorable that you're sitting on a piano singing to her every day. Like, this is now the time. No, you're showing up every day as the husband and the father and the whatever, you know, and she's doing the same. 
So yeah, yeah I'm all our, for our it. romance is now is me paying the mortgage. That's where that's, <laughs> it's that's very where romantic. So he um, pays for her AC bill. So the other reason, that, like this is it's, it's it's weird. Like I will like pause doing a Bible study. I've talked about this on the show plenty of times. Where like things get busy and I stop doing my daily Bible study, and then I get back into it. You know, three, seven, forty-eight days later, and I and I like that the one that I hop into that day is all, almost always perfect for that day. Huh. So I'm cool. reading this the day after uh, we had our we had a, a for the Forte Catholic board meeting, the powerful board of me, Father Anthony, and Allison Sullivan. We had we had a meeting. And Your two favorites, yeah, me exactly. and John, were exactly. just you know chop liver. Yeah, I mean you're 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 on the bench. You could be called up at any time, you know. But you know, <laughs> I'm I, like twelfth man. Is that what like it? John, I'm an honorary Aggie. No, yeah, we don't even have 12 people. I wish. Um, I love it. But you're still the 12th man. I'll put it that way. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's hilarious. I love it. Um, but uh, Father Anthony, I, I, I finished talking and like sharing with them, like as the president, like here's all the things that we've telling the board, like what you're supposed to do. Here's what we've been doing. Here's what we've accomplished in the last year. Uh, here's here's some issues that are that are that have been happening. Here's how we're trying to solve them. Here's the plan for the next six months to a year. Right. And then they were both like, oh, that's great. Like, things are going well. You know, I've shared about it on the show. Things are going really well. And then Father Anthony called me out, and he's like, yes, Taylor, but what about your spiritual life? And I was like, I don't know if you've heard, but I've been busy doing all of these (laughs) things, you know? And he's like, right, but how's your prayer life? And I was like, but everything's going well. And he's like, right, but how about your prayer life? Um, Good for him. And this is what, this is the next part, like, literally the day after like I started doing the Rick Warren Bible study again because he yelled at me and it's about doing like this. The whole Bible study is about doing actions and not praying. <laughs> like it's, 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 How like, funny. it's crazy. Here's what Rick Warren says. Two things we can live with talking about like God's word written on our heart and on our arm. That's the, that's the love for God, love for neighbor. And then our actions, right? We can live without an arm. You could come over and chop my arm off and I could still live. It would suck. But I, could, I would live. But if yeah. you came over and cut out my heart, which is what the, doing the show feels like with you most of the time, like I, I couldn't live. Right. So yeah. I like essentially saying, like, we can live without the actions for a while, but we can't mm-hmm. live without the heart. We can't live without that prayer. Um, and then. So I'm reading this and I'm like, OK, fine, I'll go back. I've been working through the book Soul of the Apostolate, which is all about praying yeah. if you're in ministry and not I, I hate that book it's so boring and repetitive but father anthony yelled at me and i read this rick warren thing so i was like okay i'll go read it here's what the soul of the apostolate says and thus we ought sometimes to seek a little respite from our outward works but never on the other hand relax our attention to spiritual things so in 24 hours Dang. i'm just being Dang punched it. in the face with this crap over and over again <laughs> you can't hide it's I like can't. your guardian angel went around and gave everybody a slip of paper to read to you <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, Every, everybody's working, working uh, against me slash for me. Father exactly, Anthony, Allison, exactly. uh, Rick Warren, the scriptures, uh, Saul of the Apostle. So it's all working against me. Um, it. So th- it kind of closed with, with this quote. Um, and it said, like, what do you care more about? Do you care more about the works of God or the God of works? And I was just like, oh, my gosh, right? Because it's like, mm. oh God, I'm doing this with you. I'm doing this for you, right? And he's like, I just want to, I just want to be with you, right? The God of works. I, I thought of the old, the God of wonders beyond a galaxy. All, all the old people in the audience are like, oh yeah, I remember that song from the '90s. <laughs> like that was like our, that was like our oceans, our right? Anthem. Like, <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I was gonna say that's so funny. That's so funny. I love it. That's hilarious. Uh, um, so live. I yeah. bring this all up to say. Uh, how's uh, how's your prayer life (laughs) yeah (laughs) i knew it (laughs) i love that i always get called out publicly you get to have these moments privately well i i I call myself out publicly yeah (laughs) that's true yeah you're like Liv doesn't have any secrets she'll go ahead and talk about anything how's my prayer life i mean you know i I think that's a very fair question. I'm supposed to start a journal, Taylor. And this is the last thing that my spiritual director told me to do. And I'm not a journal kind of a gal, but I'm also reading Soli Apostolate. How crazy is that? And by that, I mean, Nathan reads to me out loud every night. He takes, 
Audible exists. Like, he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> he could pay $12 and have someone else read it to you. <laughs> we... <laughs> Poor Nathan. He just, he doesn't have hobbies. So this is, raising me is a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Raising Liv sounds like a TV show. <laughs> Raising Liv, dating Taylor, <laughs> coming exactly. to on Amazon Prime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically, that's basically exactly what this is. So, yeah, I mean, so we're trying to do a little bit of spiritual reading and talking, and then we're doing this nine month novena that you hate hearing about, but we are, and we do it with Kana every night, and I love it, and it's really made a difference. But I went on a retreat last week, so. I kind of was a little bit of a bit more of a baller than I've been in a while, to be honest with you. I had some time to actually walk in nature and, you know, like reflect. And I didn't make it to mass every day. The mass was at 7 a.m. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a no. But isn't that terrible? That I'm a horrible person, but that's the no, truth. My, my theory on that is that God exists at all times. And I can thank you him at all times. I was like, we don't know if Jesus is awake. <laughs> 7 a.m. is early. <laughs> so, uh, but that was cool, Taylor, because you and I are big retreat ministry people. And I haven't done that in a long time. So, so I feel pretty connected. It was nice. You think it's not that big of a deal to take out time to actually make a space to talk to God. Like it's one thing to pray to him, like in your car and how we tell people, but it was, I gotta be honest. It was really great. It was really nice. Even the drive there, I had like a four hour drive and just to have the time to talk to him, you know, uninterrupted time, man, you can't get better than that. You really can't. So as much as I like to think, oh, I can squeeze him in here and squeeze him in there. When you're intentional, when you really have a really great block of time, eh, it's a game changer. It really is. So I'm going to have to figure that out. I got to work that in. I'll tell Nathan when he's reading to me. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor already read that part to me earlier on the show. So you can skip it. You, you it know takes what else a you village, can skip? Taylor. The next it paragraph, because it's the same paragraph over and over again. That book drives me crazy, but I still feel called to, to freaking so read it. That's so funny that we're reading the same Because I feel like book. even though it's repetitive... I need to hear it every time I read the same paragraph over and over again. Maybe so, that's why they're repeating it. Yep. <laughs> so to close, uh, again, uh, the, the works of God are so important. I've built my yeah. life around the works of God, uh, but the God of works is more important. We can live without one. We can't live without the other. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The Grotto Network is a platform that is sharing really cool stories for all people, whether you're a regular daily mass goer uh, just on Sundays or you're following fallen away Catholic. There's something for everybody. The thing I really love about the Grotto Network is that they're tackling a lot of topics that people are kind of nervous to, whether it's infertility or uh, dating and having troubles dating, especially as a young adult, eating disorders, um, people questioning their faith and, and, and what to do about that. I love what the Grotto Network is doing. I've been supporting them for a lot longer than, than since they just started the ads. They're doing some great work over there out of the University of Notre Dame. Uh, their Instagram account is way, is the best way to connect with them. So follow Grotto Network on Instagram at Grotto, G-R-O-T-T-O Network, uh, and share it with your friends. They're doing some really cool stuff. Um, they're really um, kind of on, on the edge uh, of, of a lot of things, and I really love what they're doing, and I know you guys will too. So again, Grotto Network on Instagram. Follow them today. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Olivia Harrison. Uh, which I'm not sure if I would like that three-year-old Olivia that we talked about earlier in the show or if I would like this one. <laughs> but honestly, for this game, Liv, we have a new, yeah. a brand new game that I'm introducing I'm with excited. you. excited. So that wow, could either tell it's like you, being a board member. <laughs> it, it could tell, this, I could be saying one of two things. Either I, I trust in this game idea enough to use it with you the first time, or, or. I'm not quite sure about the idea and we uh -huh. might scrap it and never do it again, and I'll blame it on you. What do you think? Uh -huh, I'm going to go with B. <laughs> <laughs> door number two, Alex. Door number That's... two. So behind door number two is this new game uh -huh. that I came up with. Um, I thought I was going to start it with Father Anthony, but I thought it would be funnier to start it with you. <laughs> um, and uh, to, and like we're st I'm still workshopping it, so I want you to help me decide. Yeah. I want the listeners to help me decide what we should call this game. There are two options. It can This game can either be called... Punishment fits the crime. That's option A. I like a. that one. Or like that. cruel and yeah. unusual punishment. Okay. I like the first one. Well, let me explain the game. You've heard what the game is. Nobody else. Yeah, but even does. before the game, I still like that one better. You don't know the game. It has to describe the game. <laughs> let me explain the game. So what we're going to do is we're going to take turns being the person in confession and the priest hearing confession, and. 
what it's going to be is we're going to give scenarios of something that somebody would say to the priest that are like weird things that they would confess, right? Not your typical like, oh, I was prideful, I was lustful, I was greedy. Like not those typical things. Like kind of weirder ones, right? Like yep. priests can't talk about what they uh, – specifics about what they hear in confession. But we've all heard some kind of roundabout like there's some some weird stuff said in there, right? So – we're going to take turns giving each other situations where they confess something. And then the other person is going to give out the penance. So it can either be <laughs> the punishment, the penance fits the crime or that the, mm. that the, that it's as cruel and as unusual as the Sid confessed is cruel or unusual. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, like have you ever like been in, like had, had a weird, Yes. Confession thing. A weird yeah. confession. No, I did. Okay, this is the year you were born, but there was a time when uh, the year 2000 was very scary. Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to make a joke. Um, the year 2000, I know you you didn't know this. You were a zygote. But, um, like, we all thought the world was going to end. You let that one go. We all thought the world yeah, was going to end. I'm not sure that's the thing. It's fine. Keep going. Let it go, Taylor. So... 2000 was scary. You know, like I even had friends whose dads were like on the thing about the computers, like, cause the computers were all going to go set to zero and okay, like we all, know all this kind of stuff. Y2K. <laughs> well, because a group of us in college, it was Y2K. We decided we got to go to confession because we're all going to die tomorrow. <laughs> like, nice, we're that's a good thought. <laughs> we we're like, we're not going to make it past midnight. We should go to confession. And I'm not kidding. I just decided, fine, I'm going to put it all out there, right? I'm going to die in about three hours anyway, whenever it hits midnight. And I put all of all the things out. I've never in my life had a priest laugh at me so hard in or out of confession. <laughs> like, <laughs> not to your face at least. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And like when I came out of the confessional, everyone was like, what did you say? Like, and I was like, I can't tell y'all. But then I felt really bad. And I was like, if I die tonight because of Y2K, I think I'm screwed because I don't think that counted because I made the priest laugh, laugh at everything I told him. So, you know, but good thing he didn't end. We're still here. It's 2021. So. Unfortunately. <laughs> but I did. I made a priest laugh. <laughs> I made him laugh in confession. I don't know. It was pretty bad. But anyway, there you go. Just because, like, but just because what you were saying was silly that you thought you were going to die? I mean, I was, listen, it was pretty juicy stuff. And I'll tell you off camera. How about that? Oh, I, I read it, Cosmopolitan because I'm a young no, woman. <laughs> no, it was pretty crazy. I mean, it was even crazy for me. And he was just like, wait, what did you? Wait, no way. And I was like, yeah, for real. And then I told him the story and he was like, stop. And he just started laughing hysterically. But yeah, it was it was real stuff though. I, I like doubt that priest is still a priest if he's laughing at sins <laughs> in your confession. Actually, he is. He's still a priest. He's a pastor around where I live now. So there you go. Ooh. He was a baby priest at the time, but now he's a pastor. So I mean he made it. He's fine. <laughs> okay. He probably forgot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe not. But I made him laugh at Y2K. Listen, it might have just been the day, right? I mean, everybody was pretty on we were all scared. It was a scary time. Scary time. Anyway. Okay. Speaking of scary times, I'm going to try this game out with you. Let's so do it. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to be the penitent first. You're going to be the priest. Are you ready? I'm ready. My first sin <laughs> is uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been about two months since my last confession. Um, during that time, I slapped my co-hosts for interrupting me. For these and all my sins, I'm heartily sorry. Is that true? <laughs> Can I ask questions? I'm a terrible priest. I, you know it's not true because this is a game that we're playing. <laughs> no, okay. You, do you so not understand punishment, that I slapped Liv Harrison, my co-host, well, for interrupting okay. me on the podcast? Your punishment is that you I don't think the priests must... go your punishment. Oh, that's true. See, I'm already failing as a priest. Your punishment <laughs> is hell. Your punishment <laughs> is... <laughs> I feel like I'm in a Monty Python movie. Um, your penance is, I want to do it in an accent. Okay. Your penance is you must now go to the mirror in your house that shows the most of your body and you must stand in humiliation and hit yourself in three different places while saying, I love my co-host. <laughs> That's your God, penance. This is sick. <laughs> You're not going to make it as a priest either. That's terrifying. Well, I mean, you said it had to be weird. I mean, I didn't know if it needed to be illegal. <laughs> That's great. That sounds like something out of like a cult, like Catholic movie that 
Catholics boycott. Exactly. I was trying to make it exactly. There's there's people with posters outside my house right now. Okay, like, we're gonna get yeah. out of that one. You, you get, get, give oh, one for to me. The Here love. we go. Okay. All right. What's your first one. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I spent 24 hours speaking in a British accent, telling everyone that I was actually an exchange student, and I'm not. <laughs> well, uh, you're lying is a big deal. And we know that that you have lied and deceived these people and uh, trust has been broken. So what yes. I would like for you to do is to go to all of these people and uh, speak normally in your normal <laughs> voice until they realize that you're a liar and then <laughs> apologize in your humiliation. Good gracious. That's like a 12 step program. Like you have to like go and make amends with everybody. Also, two Hail Marys and one Our Father. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make and read the soul of the apostle. <laughs> yeah, oh God, that's the worst. Backwards. <laughs> All right, here's here's the next one. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been mm -hmm. a minute and a half since my last fake confession. <laughs> I yelled at my kids for yelling too much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought we were doing pretend ones. Well, maybe. <laughs> just maybe kidding. Not. Maybe I just want some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to write each child a letter telling them how their voice is a gift from the Lord and how they can praise Jesus with their voice. And you're going to sing it to them. And then to Homer's one, our father. <laughs> you, you know that only one of my kids is literate, right? I'm writing letters to people who can't. We read will them. have Nathan. Nathan will read the other letters. Nathan to has to children. do my penance. <laughs> yes, Nathan apparently is everyone's class. To reader. be fair, to be fair, he's been doing penance for you for years anyway. I mean, he has to die, and then I I can only last maybe sixty seconds without this man. I can't live without him. God in sixty seconds. I can't I, exactly, but he has to get up there first, Taylor, and vouch for me. He has to be like, yeah, I know her because I don't. We both know I don't have a shot. I can't get in there without him. So him and your guardian angel are arguing. Your guardian angel's like, no, I don't think she my belongs up here. Listen, <laughs> Nathan's is like, tired. Come on, my guardian angel's on. gonna have a cigar and like whiskey when I get <laughs> to be exhausted. <laughs> All right. Okay, you ready for my next my next fake sin, or do you want to tell me your next fake sin? Uh, whose turn is it, Olivia? Mine. Okay. <laughs> Forgive me, Father, it's been two minutes since my last confession, and I told my mom that I loved this casserole that she made because I felt really bad, and now she makes it for me every birthday, and I hate it, and it makes me think not nice thoughts about my mother. Well, uh, ma'am, this is not a sin. That's called kindness. <laughs> you don't need to apologize for that. Uh, this is part of being a, a son or a, a daughter. Kid. This is part of being a child of parents is that you have to say that you enjoy things when you really don't. These are called white lies in their action. You know, uh, I forget which one, which A it was. I think it was Aquinas that said that we can't lie. But um, I, I'm just I'm disagreeing with him because uh, you you uh, made your casserole and you have to eat okay. it. You've made your own casserole, <laughs> not deal with it. <laughs> Good advice. This is, I'm really helping me now. Happy birthday, by the way. Enjoy the casserole. <laughs> Go to McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stuffing in a napkin like everybody else, like kids have been doing since 1912. Have you ever been in, like, for real, have you ever been in a confession where the priest said, like, that's not a sin? <laughs> Oh, yes. Have you? I have. I have. In, in both cases. Uh, two different cases. One where I... <laughs> where two times you went to confession? No, no. Two different scenarios where the priest yeah. said this wasn't a sin. One time it wasn't a sin and he was right. The other time it was a very serious sin and he screwed me up for a very long time. <laughs> I've had that happen as well. I have had that happen as well. I have a funny penance story. Do you want to hear that yet? No. Or no? I want to keep playing you this game that I invented. Okay, let's keep playing the game then. Okay. I want to play the game. Um, All right, I'm ready for your next sin. Okay. Um, uh, this is a sin. Uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. This is a sin from a long time ago, and I know I've been to confession, but it's it's been bothering me for a long time. Um, when I was in high school, uh, I had trouble paying attention to mass, like like many other high school students. But the thing that I learned, you know how like when you yawn, other people will yawn if they're looking at you? Well, I realized right. that the girl that I had a crush on, I could see if she was looking at me as much as I was looking at her by yawning a bunch of times and seeing if she yawned. Because if she did, <laughs> that meant she also was looking at me 
Um, and if she didn't, then she wasn't. And I can, I knew that I could move on. And I did this for uh, about four or five months and she yawned maybe once. And I think it was an accident, but I was just very distracted in mass because I was doing this for these and all of my very real sin stories. I'm sorry. Are you married? I am now. Are you yes, married? yes. Yes. You are now. Okay. I was going to have you marry her because that felt like a good Jewish <laughs> That felt like a good Jewish law, like you have to find her and make her your wife. But we're gonna we're gonna skip that law. We're gonna yeah. This jump is over getting that really one. confusing because you're a your <laughs> penance. <Catholic> priest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good your Jewish penance. law. It's like okay, Father, what does that mean? For me? <laughs> your penance is to go to your wife every day and yawn in front of her to see if she yawns back. And make her a cup of coffee while saying two Hail Marys and one Our Father. Uh, let's be real. My wife and I both <laughs> yawn at each other every time we see each other because we're exhausted from raising these darn kids. No, it's it's your thing. That's how you guys, that's romance now. Romance for you now is yawning <laughs> at each other. You're so hot. Yawn. It's hot in your house. The spark is alive. Yeah. That's a very real story. I, I definitely did that when I was in junior high and high school multiple times. She didn't yawn that's back as much. Kind of like, genius I'm that you thought. Very smart. I was a you loser. Are. But I'm very smart. You're very smart. Thank you. Okay, uh, last one. Okay, last one. Um, forgive me, Father Five. Send. I used my ATM card. We don't even have ATM cards anymore. It was a Pulse card back in the day. <laughs> this is how old the story is. You don't have to. And, uh, being old isn't a sin. As gross as it is, <laughs> being old isn't a sin. Allison Sullivan would know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just want to not be the old. Actually, she is older. Uh, um, ma'am, please focus. Maybe. This is confession. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, and even though I knew that I didn't have any money, I would continue to use my Pulse card because cash would continue to come out of the ATM machine. So um, there you go. Uh, your penance, <laughs> you've already done. It's called overdraft fees. You've They've been docked already. You've already done your penance. I didn't uh, pay them. Stop my being, father paid stop them. Stop being stupid. <laughs> Apologize to your father and marry a rich husband so that this never oh, happens again. I'll write that down. I'll write that down. Good good point, father. That's good advice. This I think the game went well, despite you. I think it really did. I like this despite game a lot. Despite you. I feel like you need to confess that now. No, 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 no. That's too close That's to my first confession. confession. Yeah. I slapped her, I yelled at her, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, that was cute. That was cute. Man, penance is kind of hard, even when you're trying to be funny. Like, you know, sometimes you Oh, think, you were trying to be funny? Oh. I don't know if anybody noticed. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of hard. And it is true. Like, what you think is a sin and what is it a sin? There's been many times I went in there and I'm like, look, I'm not really sure. <laughs> this, right. might, this might work out. You let me know. <laughs> so, anyway. You but said, I do have a... F yeah, yeah, go ahead. I have a really interesting penance story. This is a true story, but this is about Nathan, my husband. We were living in Round Rock at the time, so we were 22. He worked for Dell Computers. I was a kindergarten teacher. That should make everyone pause for one moment. Oh, man, That's I didn't scary. know that, and yeah, it's terrifying. Yep. I taught people's children. And anyway, and so he went to confession way down south. He was, like, doing something for Dell that day, and the, the priest told him, Okay, your penance is you have to go buy this book. He gave him a specific book and said you have to read it in its entirety. Well, he was young and whatever. And by the time he made it all the way to Round Rock, which is North Dallas, uh, North Dallas, North Austin. <laughs> Teaching kindergartners. <laughs> I mean, come on. It wasn't geography. It was colors. Okay, so anyway, by the time he made it to Round Rock, it was like 40 minutes. And he thought of like more sins. So he pulled into our church, which we went to St. William's in Round Rock. And he went into confession, which you don't have to do, by the way, because he had already gone to confession. But, you know, he was young. And no kidding, the priest looked at him and said, okay, so I need you to go buy this specific book, same book, same book. The guy told him the same book to go get. And it was like something really obscure. It wasn't like soul, the apostate. It wasn't like, you know, story of a soul by St. Charles. It wasn't like a normal known book or anything like that. And so Nathan was like, okay, that's crazy. Two different priests, 40 minutes away from each other. And they Harry both, Potter so, and the Order of the Phoenix. It was. It was Harry <laughs> Potter. It was. It was the first Twilight. It was the first Hunger Games. Yeah. So Nathan was in on the ground floor with that whole thing. But isn't that weird? That's a pretty crazy story. Here's my biggest. Unless they had a 
the convention. The, the most important follow-up <laughs> question. It was. I mean, it had yeah. to be one of the priest books. So the, the other guy was his friend. Like it he was wasn't trying to, trying to sell I, it. Uh, it was. The big question. I'll is, have to ask him, Olivia. Yeah. Did you read the book to him? <laughs> Me? <laughs> we know I can't read. Yeah. Teaching That's why I taught kindergarten. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they just thought I was a tall five-year-old that could reach the Play-Doh. I don't think one of them knew I was their teacher. It's okay. My daughters will both read the letters that I write to, as apology letters to them to you. So uh, this was fun. I like this game. Y'all let, me know, let, me, let me know if y'all liked the game. Uh, I liked it. Punishment fits the crime, cruel and unusual, whatever we're going to call it. Um, I had a blast. Liv, you didn't suck. I'm very proud of you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> I know that a lot of you guys probably shop on Amazon because you live in the 21st century and everyone does. Did you know that there's a way that you can financially support Forte Catholic by just purchasing your normal orders on Amazon? There's this program that they have called Amazon Smile uh, where Amazon donates to the nonprofit of your choice for every purchase that you you make. All you have to do is set it up one time. The link is down in this in the description. Whether you're watching on YouTube or in the podcast, I'm putting the link down there in the description. So you can just scroll down, and that is our link. You click it one time, and then all of your purchases for the next year. Um, Amazon will donate to us directly. You're not donating extra. You're not having to pay extra. This is Amazon and part of their charitable arm, giving back to the nonprofits and giving back to the community. Um, so sign up for uh, to support Forte Catholic on Amazon Smile today. Again, that link is down in the description, in the show notes. Thank you guys so much. It's a, it's a great way to help us financially uh, by just doing what you're already doing with one extra click. Thank you guys so much. Amazon Smile, support Forte Catholic today. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Harrison. And this is the second episode that I'm recording in 24 hours. So those regular listeners know that when I run out of things to say, we go to our friendly pod decks. I <laughs> like pod decks. I'm excited. <laughs> it's funny because it is always just like for me, I I've said it before, like, it's really hard to come up with like six topics. It's, yeah. it's hard enough to come up with three topics per week sure. to record the show. But like, just because like you're going out of town and I was sick last week, so I couldn't record. So we had to jam two recordings into 24 hours. So I recorded last week's episode with John yesterday, recording next week's episode with you today, which is currently the current episode. It's all very confusing. It's all very confusing. We don't know where we are. I'm in New York <laughs> by the time this already airs. It's so, we don't even know anything. It's all, it's all confusing. But uh, what's funny is like it's kind of like one of those things where it's like it is just kind of a filler segment, but people love it. I love because it. it gets me unprepared. Yeah, You're it's out of the box for you. People, I like it. You, <laughs> I like people it. Are used to you being unprepared, but not for me. <laughs> um, so this first question, yeah, uh, is going to be. I think it'll be funny. I'm not sure if I know the answer. Maybe I do if I if I thought about it. Okay. But, uh, answer it for yourself, and then we might be able to answer it for the other person. What words or phrases do you most overuse? Oh, gosh. What words or phrases do you most overuse? I think, do you want me to answer first, or you answer I, I, what I say? What are we doing? Do you know one for you? I say the same stuff all the time. <laughs> constantly like and and then people pick up what i say and they say it all the time they're like oh i'm talking like you because i hung out with you like i'm that person in people's groups social groups i'm the one that like they'll pick up what i say because i do i repeat the same phrases constantly so it depends on clue us in on any of those yeah i mean one i used to say yes, all I the time this. i used to say uh for the love constantly oh for the love for the love i used to say it all the time I used to say, um, I'm so here for, for this. Love. I am so here for this. Like, I say that all the time. Um, I say, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> I say it constantly. Like, I say stuff all the time. It just depends on where I'm at in my life. But yeah, what about you? Or, um, or do well, you think of something I can say? I don't know. What did I yell at you about last week for you saying too much? I keep oh, I apologize all the time. You say, I you say sorry or I'm sorry for things that you shouldn't be sorry for. But Saying that's a trauma a response. Thing. Yeah, that's something else. But, that's a little deeper you, than you want to go. But yeah, I apologize sure, constantly. But you yeah. need to stop. 
<laughs> I mean, talk to your therapist about it, but it's annoying me that you, uh, for you. It's annoying me for you because yeah. you need to stop apo- I apologize apologizing for like profusely. little things. Yeah. I was like, I, like you bought us like $180 worth of Mexican food for four people. And I apologize. And, and you apologize. I was like, why? I just ate for, I ate like a king. I think I might have eaten an entire king. Like, because you and so I didn't food. have a beer together. And I was going to get like, you oh, a I'm beer. So and I was like, I'm, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. And you were like, Liv, I was, I was eating queso for four hours. Like, <laughs> I didn't have time for a beer. I'm just kidding. We didn't eat that I much I was like, queso. the only thing that you should be apologizing for tonight is apologizing 98 times. <laughs> and I do. I do it all the time to Taylor. I'm like, I'm sorry that I said sorry. Ooh, sorry. Like, I do. Here's I apologize all the time. The, the phrase or the, the thing, it's not necessarily a specific word or phrase. I guess it, I guess it is. But when I, I, the thing that I hate most about that I say uh-huh. or the, is when I make a joke, whether it's in a talk or whether it's on the show, or I say something that I think is funny, while you're laughing, I'm saying, um, uh, and like I'm stuck, like I'm going over my own joke while you're laughing, and then hopefully the listeners are laughing, and I'm over here like, Duh. that's hilarious. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Do you make an actual sound? Or is yes. that just inside? You so do? I'll, I'll say like, oh, Liv is so silly looking. And then everybody's <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I'll stutter. It drives me crazy. I'm That's like, Taylor, really say a funny. joke and shut up. <laughs> That's really funny. What do, what do you think? I say, I, I didn't know you did that. And you, I had no idea you did that. I'm going to listen Liv? for that now. I had no clue. I always say. Liv. What? L- Liv. Can you hear me? What? Hello. You can't hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? <laughs> hello. I said hello. I'm saying hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can hear me. Yes. Can yes. you hear me? <laughs> hello. Test, test. Check. Check. Testing one, two, three. Check, check, check. Hello. Oh, there we go. I was like, I kept answering. I was like, I didn't know. I thought we were playing a game. No, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I could. You never stopped on my end, so I was so confused. I was like, I, it, it must have been my 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 AirPods disconnected. No, that's okay. fine. That's so uh, funny though, because I was like, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I thought you were doing something wrong too. I know. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm um, sorry, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. it actually is your fault. I apologize for my mistake. Okay, uh, let's get back into yeah, it. Uh, yeah. uh, so. Uh, you like, want to pick it up from the saying, um, what? Like, what? what is the word or phrase that you think I say the most? Go that ahead. you say all the time? Yep. Uh, you, you're, oh, that's dumb. You say that's dumb all the time. You're like, that's do dumb. I really? Yeah, you do. You do. It might just be with you. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb. You're dumb. Your mom's dumb. I don't know. It's always like dumb. Yeah. You'll even. I don't think I say that a lot. So it might just that's be That's really funny. See, now that would be funny to play. Have everybody in your life, like your tight circle and see what they all come up with, you know, because it could well, be really uh, you different. You wouldn't be in it because my tight circle is Father Anthony and Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> okay here we go (laughs) next question he doesn't mean it everyone um i don't like that one (laughs) i don't like that one either is that me is it me i don't like that one either (laughs) i don't like that one either um what talent would you most like to have oh we all know this one singing i'm very 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 bitter about it i want to be on the on a broadway stage as a broadway star Everyone knows that, period. We will be having a sit down, Jesus and I, if Nathan gets me in, and I will sit down and be like, how would that have hurt the kingdom? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like it could have helped the kingdom, but apparently he disagrees. That would be my talent. What about you? Specifically and Broadway. Yeah. We, we've talked, we've talked about it. Like, you don't, you don't have a Broadway voice. I you, don't. You've talked about, you talked about, I think it was when I came on, on your show, um, we talked about it. you have a you have a nice voice like you had like the the voice that I've heard you sing before and it's like the like what it reminded me of is like a mom singing to her kids yeah like not like you know a sweet quiet soft voice but pretty it's, it's, you have a good voice you're very like nice it's, it's, 
Yeah, Thank I you. am. That's very, very kind. Nice. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, I, you're I like guess, I'm so talented. I, I mean, I have all the talents. <laughs> like, I, I think you for do. Me, what about drawing? Art? I don't care. You don't, I don't care. care. Okay, all right. I don't uh, know. Writing my name legibly. Maybe yeah, you're <laughs> <laughs> the talent I wish I, I had, I guess, you're would be. Talented. I know. I you know. You really it's a curse. are. You stink. I think. I, here's the thing. I wish I was more talented at making money for the things that I'm talented. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke and good at everything. You, sh- you should have married Nathan. <laughs> That, well, it wasn't an option. I, wa- I wasn't born by the time y'all got married. We'll, we'll put you in our will <laughs> to our, thank you, thank our third That's, child, Taylor. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure. I think this recording works as a legal document. Does it? I think. I think so. Um, <laughs> Poor Zoom. <laughs> what do you value the most in friends? Oh, in friends? I mean, this is going to sound completely lame but just because i've been so hurt so hurt honesty just be real like i just really need real authentic and that's all i'm left with right now in my life i have a very small circle of people in my life and that's intentional and they are people who are who are very honest and who i can be very honest and real with that's it i just be real be authentic period and we can really build from there what about you for me, I've learned this over the last couple of years. For me, it's consistency. Mm. Um, because there are there are people in my life where, like, I, I'm going to be me no matter what. You know, yeah. like, uh, I'm, I'm, I am who I am. I'm right. a, a good person. I'm a bad person. I'm, I'm, I'm a mix of being nice and being <laughs> cutting and sarcastic and witty. And, like, I, that, that's who I am, yeah. right? So there are some times where people... Like, it, it drives me crazy when people like that about me sometimes and then hate it about me at other times. Right, that's not cool. Uh, it's like, right. don't do that. This is so it, what it was a year ago. This is what, uh, yeah, right. I agree with you. I am who I am. So it's, it's right. like people that are consistent that will like, that, I mean, like people, like my friends could call me out and be like, that might have been too far or sure. whatever. Like, that, that's fine. But it's like when people, like, I'll make a same or similar joke and somebody be offended one day and laugh and then yeah. laugh at it the next. And I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then it just feels like I'm walking on eggshell, eggshells. So Mm-mm. consistency is very, very important. I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. Being, being level headed. It's a good one. Good one. Uh, um, let's see. Which living person do you most despise? <laughs> I I plead the fifth. <laughs> I will plead the fifth on that. But I definitely have a living person in my head. Do you? I ha- I know yours. I'm trying to think of I mine. I know you do. I know you know mine. My, li- my list is long. My list um, is, is getting long. <laughs> yeah. I used to have no one on my list till, you know, not that long ago. But yeah, it's it's getting lengthy now. But it's not as long as yours. I, I know mine. I know mine. Yeah, okay. Uh, somebody that hurts somebody close to me yeah, okay. is, is mine. Uh, and the other person is is me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clear this up for everybody listening. Taylor and I are not on either either list for each other, and I think that might surprise the listeners. Right. <laughs> they, they might I, be like, well, to be it. fair, prove it. When I despise myself is what I'm putting up with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll allow uh, that one to go. I'll keep your rep. I'll keep your bad boy rep. You're, you're so tough. <laughs> um, that was a good one, will, though. What will people look back at, at us 50 years from now and be shocked and appalled by? shocked and appalled you and i are so honest and real like i mean jeez i may, maybe I, i'm uh, you're thinking personal i'm thinking so. like societal i'm thinking societal so like okay you w- go one first. thing that i hope this is a hope okay and and we all know how good taylor is at hope hope is it one of the things that i'm great at and i'm bad but at like <laughs> I, I maybe not 50 years but i i hope 50 100 150 years we look back on abortion like we did slavery okay um, that 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 is a hope. Okay. Um, if we're being real honest, I think one of the reasons it won't happen in fifty years is because of how harsh and critical and mean spirited the pro life movement has become recently. Sure. Um, but I still have hope because, like, I mean, murder. It, it it's 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 bad. It's not abortion's not a good thing. And I hope that in the future we look back on it like mm-hmm. we look at slavery. I think that's a really good one. I think that's actually brilliant. I would have to say, I think in 50 years, we're going to have a really full picture of human trafficking. I don't think we have a clue of what 
what a massive, massive thing that is in this country, especially where you and I live, you know, Houston's supposed to be like the, the hub, you know, cause we're right on a port. Apparently we're like number one in the world. It's something insane. Like the numbers are crazy. So I think in 50 years we'll look back and be like, how did you guys let that happen? Kind of same in the same vein as you, like it happened on your watch. You know what I mean? We're, we're here right now. So I think human trafficking will be something that we'll look back and be like, wow, I had no idea. I didn't know it was that, you know, and it like that big of a thing. It's a pretty big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, well, that got deep. It did, man. If you could, a- if you could ask yeah. pod decks, pod deck. <laughs> <laughs> apologize. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> if you could ask one person and they had to answer truthfully, yeah. wh- who would you ask? And what would you ask? Do you have yours? Did um, something pop up for you? Oh, gosh, I would, I, I would ask my wife. Okay. If she had another date to that Sadie Hawkins ball oh. before I showed up. <laughs> I'm totally going to find that out for you. I'm going to be your wingman and I'm going to find that out. I'm going to find that out. I would ask Taylor Schroll if he really hates me as much as he pretends when we tape a show. That's oh, what I man. really want to know. That's uh, I mean, <laughs> the truth hurts. I don't I, I think you want to reconsider that. I think you want to reconsider that. I don't think you'll like it. I can take it. I told you I want honesty for my friends, Taylor. (laughs) Do you, though? Again, it's something that you said that you might want to take back. You you know, you can push things to the fullest extent, and you might not like the answer what it leads to. That's true. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, last one. All right, last Last one. one. All right. If you were to die tomorrow, which, I mean, is a possibility for you, old woman. Everybody. If you were to, if you were to die woman. tomorrow, what little thing would you regret not doing? Um, I would regret, what li- like a little thing, right? So we don't have to be really deep on this. I, oh, I would regret not... Not auditioning for Saturday Night Live, Second City. I think that would always be in the back of my head. I'm supposed to go do stand-up in New York, and I'm really scared to do it. And I think I would regret if I never did. We'll see if I do it. <laughs> there, there is. I was about to thing. make. It's a little thing. I was about to make fun of you. I was about to make fun That's of you. Okay. Then I thought about it because I just saw that the new uh, the new cast was announced. They got rid of two or three people. They oh, announced did they? Two or three, two or three more yesterday or today. I forget. Um, I was about to make fun of you because like most people that go on to SNL are in their twenties. Like you've, yeah. you missed, you missed your shot, right? The mark. But there, there's some oldies in there. There's some oldies there's, in there. There, there is a lady. Mm-hmm. I forget her name right now, but there's a lady on the show now, uh, who, who got on a, a few years ago. And if I believe she's in her mid forties, yeah. like she just got started. Absolutely. She, kind, of, kind of a late bloomer, uh, which we all know that you're a late bloomer Listen, in almost every aspect of your life. Every aspect uh, so, of my life. So, <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of you. We're going to end the show by me not making fun of you. And then I'll I'll answer mine. Um, uh, The one little thing, I I think it goes back to, I think it goes back to our our first segment where we're talking about, about prayer. I I, I honestly think that if I died tomorrow, uh, the thing that I would regret the most is not focusing on my spiritual life as much as I do the active life. Um, you picked such a good answer, Taylor. I did. I did. I did. did. Um, It's just been on my heart so much. And like, I think most, I think most of the time it would be kind of a tried answer, but because I, but because I like what I've been going through this last week or so, and like what I shared about in that first segment, because um, I have been better. Like a lot of the things that I want to give it, I wanted yeah. to spend more time with family. Working at home, I spend a lot more time with my family. Family life is great. Relationships are great. Good. The show is doing well. Like even like physically, like it, it drops on and off. But like I've been taking care of myself, going to the gym more this last year and a half than I did the previous year and a half. You know, it was like. Things are going well. Like the one thing that I wanted to improve good, uh, has improved, but I want to improve it more um, to shift that focus more from the active life to a little bit more of the spiritual life, the contemplative life. So uh, so that's mine. Look so, at you growing up. We're all so proud of everybody throw up hearts for Taylor Schroll. That was awesome. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if it lasts. Y'all pray for me that I'll be able to pray for real. Um that's it for today. Live. It was a good show. Good I'm show. actually happy. If you asked truthfully how I felt about today's show, I'd actually be happy because I've beaten you into submission verbally enough uh, <laughs> that you're actually getting pretty good at this three years in. I'm so proud of you. I'm just in fear. <laughs> good.
It's working. It's working. It's working. It's uh, working. I'll be back next week. Say it. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it and like you're still here, so you must have enjoyed something. Um, my challenge for you at the end of today's episode is to share it with somebody, somebody that you think uh, that that is a Catholic that would enjoy uh, faith and entertainment, somebody who's not Catholic that that uh, you think this might be a good uh, like opening a door to to just having a good experience with Catholicism. Um, sharing it on social media, texting it to them directly, whether you're listening on podcasts or YouTube, there's a little share button right here on the episode. And I'm literally talking to you about it right now. You can find it as I'm saying this, hit the share button, uh, share it to your Instagram, your, your Twitter, your, uh, MySpace, your Facebook, uh, or just text it to a friend. Um, this show primarily grows through word of mouth. So that would be a huge help to us. And we'll get you 18 days out of purgatory for every share. Um, those, that number can increase if you have more followers than the average person. Thank you guys so much. And I will be back next week.